What were you going to say? I was going to say, I was going to say, you know where I want to start today? That rhymed a little bit, didn't it, Daniel? Yes, it did. What do you want to start today? Where do you think I want to start today? Clay Thompson. You would think that, wouldn't you? But you know what? I don't want to go there just yet. I don't. Although, if I would have said Clay, that would have continued to rhyme and that would have been fun. But form over substance isn't really my style. So where I want to start is with a young man named Devin Armani Booker. I just got chills saying his name. Is that weird? I call him, I call him daddy, so. Oh, that's okay. I feel much less weird. Like immediately. Yeah, that's that's a lot more weird. Obviously I'm kidding, but oh uh, sure you are. But that's how he probably feels right now. He's daddy. Dude, I want to start with him because my goodness, first of all, fanning the flames has not recorded since the season started, right? Do we even record in the preseason? No. I don't even know. Where's Paul? Paul's sweeping. Oh, that's right. That's right. And not sweeping with the fucking broom. He's sweeping as in he's sweepy because he's tired. I was like, why would he be sleeping with a broom? What are you talking about? I got you now. I got you. But dude, no. Okay. Book has been seriously right. Next level. It's been unreal. He he's a different player this year. It really is. And it's amazing to see. And I don't even, I guess I don't even really have much to say about it because what else do you have to say? Right. We've seen Devin Booker throughout his career year after year, improve some facet of his game. Right. And it, it, it just seems like this year, everything has been elevated. I mean, look at his numbers right now. So we're through four games. Suns are three and one. That one loss is a load of bullshit. That's right. We haven't recorded in a while because I've recorded. I think I've been on the Aussie Suns fans podcast twice since the last time we did an episode. I think I have. Hey, so so have you. That was was festive. That was was a a two-hour podcast. What kind of psychopaths are we? I mean, that's only that's that's one leg session I learned for from Dan here today for him though. (laughs) Two hours, right? In case anybody out there has ever wondered. Leg day for Daniel Duarte takes two fucking hours. You got to make sure you get proper rest between, you know, reps and sets and stuff. So, Anywho, Devin Booker. So through those four games, 32 and a half points a game, 5.8 assists a game, three rebounds. How about this? 1.3 steals per game. Shooting, not on my phone, so I can't tell you that right now. But I can. You know what? No, give it to me, Daniel. <laughs> I just shimmied. Go on. 53% from the field, 48% from three, which is ridiculous, and 95% from the free throw line. Devin Armani Booker. I might be a little off on those numbers, but he's, it's, he's 50 40 90 right now, which he, he might even be 50 50 90, to be honest with you. And you know what I love the most about it? And tell me if you see this or if I'm kind of imagining it, but it seems like the game has slowed down exponentially for him. Like he gets the look at the, let's go back to the first game of the season, right? Man, I was there. It was a, <laughs> it's touchy, huh? About one year ago right now, I was, I was admittedly concerned. You Daniel were. Duarte talked me off of a ledge and at that first game this year during that first half i started thinking back to that and you know what i didn't need you to talk me off that ledge because i thought to myself you know what if he talked me off then he could talk me off now so i don't need to worry about it once i turned that 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 mentality around that game turned around the second half i'm not saying it was my 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 doing but you know like i helped a little bit right Look. You did. By the way, I was dead fucking on. 53% field goals, 48 from three. Um, I don't have his free throw percentage, but whatever. You were still dead on. Nostradamus. <laughs> I love it. That was like an evil laugh. <laughs> um, what was I saying? I totally lost my train of thought. Where were we? My dog. 
Um, My dog no, was snorting I, super loud. Did you hear that? I hope yeah, not. I um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. Oh, I'll, oh, I'll hold on. That. No, game slowing down. Game slowing down. Game yeah. slowing down. That yeah. Mavs game. So they were throwing a lot of the same type of defense they were throwing at him in the playoffs, right? I like the first half. Obviously, didn't 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 seem as 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 uh, nice as the second half. Not handling as well. Second half, it's like he was waiting for it to come, and he knew exactly where he was going to go with it. And in that fourth quarter, that two man game with DeAndre Ayton was marvelous. Right? Marvelous. I feel like is a yeah. proper word. It was chub inducing. <laughs> Also apropos, thank you, Daniel. It was very, <laughs> very, very vis- visual inducing. It was an aphrodisiac, if if you will. Okay, we're good. We'll, let's we'll move on. I, I, let's, we, we all get it. We all get it. So I, I'd like to add. I had um, a great time. We all know the whole block knows you had a great time, Frank. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only movie, by the way, that Will Ferrell is funny in. For you guys listening out there. Miss me with the uh, stepbrothers and Elf and all that bullshit, dude. Elf, um, come on, no, 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 no uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. you have Let's, a child. You have not watched Elf with your child. I have not. She loves Home Alone, and that will be the only Christmas movie that she will love forever. Oh, we're gonna according to her, her, by the way. We're gonna we're gonna invite her over to watch Elf. <laughs> then you can't stop it. Um. So, <laughs> anywho. One of, one of the uh, I, I want to point out because Monty Williams got a lot of shit, and me and Flex talked about this in our last episode. But the adjustments made by Monty Williams, I thought were great. It, it pissed me off a little bit because I'm like, where was this in you know last two games of the playoffs last year? But I don't want to relive. I mean, fuck, dude, this national media and everybody loves to remind us about Game Seven, so I'm I'm trying to move on from that. But I love the. I don't know if you noticed it, but an adjustment was made, particularly with that two-man game. We've always seen D.A. at the top of the key setting a pick, right, for either Chris Paul or Devin Booker. He rolls to the basket, sometimes a lot of to him. But usually it's just to kind of get a switch and, you know, they, they get the big man or, you know, they, they pull up for the mid-range jumper, um, create a little space for him. I don't know if you noticed this, but the screen man was Damian Lee in that fourth quarter. And DeAndre Ayton. And every time the double team came to book, he would just kind of throw a little skip pass to DA or over the mm-hmm. top. And DA was fucking eating. And I loved it. It, it just, again, you know, it, it just a peek into the future, if you will, once Chris Paul is no longer here. I can just see that for years to come, and it's just going to get better. I mean, just look at, I mean, you, you, Kobe Bryant and Shaq. I don't know, Shaq and Kobe 2.0. I mean, dare I say. And um, stay out of my mentions, guys. I know it's hyperbole, right? It's what we do on podcasts. But uh, but yeah, man, it was exactly nothing but. Right. Um, hopefully the Locked On Warriors guys don't see this because then they're really going to throw a fucking shit that. Oh, my uh, God. Did you, did, you, did, you, did you hear that they blocked Ozzy Sun's podcast? No, did they really? Dude, they're just as soft as who? Clay Thompson. We'll get to you. We'll get to you. Nash, but... (laughs) Who? Devin Booker? Devin Booker, man. You run out of words to say with him, right? Because it's like, (laughs) how are you going to, like, you just run out of things to say. Like, you mentioned earlier about the game slowing down for him. The thing that I've noticed with him... He's putting up these stat lines and not to say that he struggled with it before, but it's so fucking effortless, dude. It's like he's moving in slow motion. I'm like, holy shit. And the three ball, he's shooting the three ball so much better through four games than he did last season. Um, he's getting to the hoop at will. Um, he's getting to the free throw line. He's passing the ball. Um, nice to rebound a little bit more in particular two more rebounds yesterday would have been fucking fantastic but i still love book um because let's be real like he was on fucking fire that game um and, and it's just it's again man monty williams had a quote about it he's like he, he might be the most complete player in the nba right now um and i don't think he's going out on a limb saying that like i mean you know those these advanced stats geeks they like to put out those charts right where it's like the fucking picture of all the players and Devin Booker's by far the best player in the NBA right now. So 
And trust me, uh, I get it. it's only four games, and you know that's a good uh, that's a good caveat. Cave, is that caveat? Caveat. Caveat. Whatever you, dude. It's 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 fucking eleven p.m. at night. But yes, with the caveat, right? Um, it's only four games, but you know, Bleacher Report the other day was like, through four games, John Morant is clearly the MVP. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Let's not go there, okay? I'm not going to even go there with Devin Booker. I'm just, I just love the starters getting off to. I mean, you got to talk about something, right? I guess. Why? What? Why? What? I, no, I mean, whatever. Do you want to talk about any of the other games? I don't. I mean, Daniel, I have nothing. I have nothing when it comes to what we want to talk about on this pod. This is this is a blank slate, a tabula rasa, if you will. Whoa. I know. I don't right? know. I don't know French. I'm kidding. I, I, I'm just, just. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Sometimes I wish we were a video <laughs> podcast because I feel like my reactions to things that you say really don't translate just over silence, right? <laughs> you got to have the facial expressions. Um, so, when I, I would, I, when my one of my buddies when he got married, there was uh, I was in the wedding. And they they had two pages and like not okay not like their primary wedding album but like in the wedding album that they had put together like separately that was titled the many faces of Justin and it was just me making a bunch of goofy faces that were all just in normal conversation which makes and me wonder how people carry on conversation with me because I feel like it would be really distracting that and also no, the fact that I'm all over the place no you're you're very much easy to read in person which is good. Hmm. You know, because like at least I know you're having a good time. You're not being a dick, you know. Fake. I'm always. I I'm always having a good time, dude. Always. It's great. It's a great point. Life's yeah, a good time, you know. But you know who is not having a good time? You know who's not having a good time? Clay Thompson. Wait, had wait, a- hold on. <gasps> okay. Can we talk about the Portland game real quick? You know, it was weird. I thought you were gonna like play a drop or something like. <laughs> Like you're like, hold on. I'm like, what's gonna happen? I don't I don't do that. And by the way, we don't do that because that's not our thing. I know there was another episode where I was like, let's not do that. That's corny. I wasn't taking shots at fucking Suns Jam session or the Aussie Suns club. That's their thing, man. They do drops. We don't. Like it'd be weird if we just like started doing them like randomly. You know what I mean? So that's why I say that. Hey, hey, speaking of a drop, quick shout out to Jake Brogner at Fallen Founder out there on Twitter at Coach Fallen Founder. I don't know if there's a coach in. Is it just at Fallen? I don't even know. I just call him Jake. Anyway, I don't know. Who the fuck because is that? it's one a.m. his time, and I'm Jake, like who we were on a podcast literally two days ago with. At Jake, not Jake from State Farm. Daniel, Aussie Sons podcast. No. Oh, the there the, oh, Okay. Yeah. I went to Pelicans game with him. Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. yeah, Donald Trump. Sorry, that's what I should have said. But shout out to him because when when I realized Paul was sweeping, I texted him. I'm like, hey, dude, you doing anything? Mind you, it's 1 a.m. his time right now. And he just texted me. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going to work. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Shout out. So, okay, you want to talk about the Portland game. That's all I need to do. Go on. Can we talk about how big that closing minute or two was for Mikel and DA? Even though they, some people would say they failed. Go Look, on, man. I don't want the Suns to be playing the fucking Trailblazers in a one-eight matchup or a two-seven matchup in the playoffs, and Dame talking shit to Da at the free throw line with the game on the line, and Da's like, "Fuck, this is coming after my soul." <laughs> Let it happen in Game Three of the season, right? Or Game Two of the season? I'm sorry. Um, you know. DA went to the free throw line. He could have tied the game. Should have been an and one. Um, because if he would have gone him with his left hand, left hand, he yeah. would have got the end one. But you know what? Again, learning experience. Learning. Uh, but I love the fact that Dame was talking shit to him and you know he got in the, he got in his head a little bit, he missed the first free throw, um, missed the second, and let's not talk about Jock Lindell having a point blank put and missing it but hey, let's like let's don't just glance over miss the second like that was a perfect miss yeah it really was because it really was yeah i mean 
and I, I'm I'm going to assume that DA was trying to play it off the side of the rim like that and get a longer bounce that Jock would get, which would have been. I mean, it's almost like that, like the Valley Oop, that perfect just by a mil, millimeter pass by Jay, right? The yeah, same type of thing here. The 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 millimeter miss, but unfortunately, Jock. You know, I feel like Jock game four. He's a little more comfortable. With the, with the with the team, I feel like that's an easy make now. Yeah, it was just game two. Well, it was yeah, tough. I mean, which is why I don't want to kill him for it because he's been fantastic so far through four games. But you know, like and you know, Mikel too. He he came up in a big spot in the fourth quarter at the free throw line too, and he missed the first one as well. So learning experience for both both the young guys. But what I like is that you know everything we talked about during the summer about hey, it's all about internal development, right? They just paid DA a max contract. Like you have to, have to, have to get him more involved. Like you don't have a secondary shot creator other than book. And we saw that in the last two seasons, uh, you know, last two playoff runs, like in the finals and, you know, when Chris got hurt and then when Chris got hurt this past finals or whatever the hell game seven was, they need to get these kids, DA and, and Mikhail. I say kids like they're fucking children. They're still um, kids, man. They're kids. You're right. Um, You're old you gotta get, you, Yeah, that's a good point. Fuck. Good thing I'm not 40, though. Um, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, you know, you, you got to get them prepared. For old, like old and wise, my friend. Old this and is, wise. This is true. This is true. Um, you got to get them prepared, man. And I love that they're doing that. You you can tell, like, you know, we, we talked about it on the Aussie Suns pod you know, you mentioned that you thought Chris Paul was washed. And I was like, I think he's just taking a step back. I think Chris Paul listened to that episode, by the way, because he came out a big way yesterday and said, Hey, Hey, Justin, how do my nuts taste? This is one of those. See, this is when we need the, we need the, we need the visual of my face right now because Hey, Chris Paul's so washed. So washed. I mean, keep it up, bro. I mean, keep doing it. (laughs) If he's going to play like that and sounds going to beat the Warriors by 30 points, let's, let's go. do it. It's my new thing. Um, it's, my, it's my thing this year, Dan. Reverse psychology. That's my thing this year. I, I, I love it, buddy. I love it. <clears throat> but yeah, man. Do you? I, I really... Or do you hate it? Mm. Mm, good one. <laughs> I, don't, I confused myself. Um, <laughs> uh, but I love that moment for them. Um, the Clippers game was... Uh, dude, Clippers were everybody's darling pick to win the West and yeah, they're already load managing Kohai. So there's that. Um, and then, you know, let's talk about last night, man. Last night was fucking fun, right? Um, everybody knows this. I, I've said this on this pod. I've said it on, on my pod. The Warriors have actually passed the Lakers for me for hatred for a franchise. I, dude, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, where, who do we start with? Who do you know? What? No, I'm not going to start with Clay. Let's start. This is this actually is going to pain me a little bit. Let's start with Steve Kerr, and I say it pains <laughs> me because I'm a U of A guy, right? Right. But I'm sorry when when you show more anger towards refs who are actually doing. I felt they did a fantastic job last night. I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> wow. Although, didn't I text you guys during the game and I said, you know, Ed Malloy's not doing too bad of a job right now. And then I'm pretty sure somebody on the Suns got a T like eight seconds later. And I was like, oh, yeah. my bad, my bad. But when when you get more angry at Ed Malloy than you get at one of your players for trying to kill one of his teammates, I feel like maybe you need to get your priorities straightened out. And I never realized just how much Steve Kerr Man, maybe it was this game, but I feel like I've never seen him as animated as he was even this this game last night, which Warriors fans seem to keep reminding people is only the fourth game of the season, but their team certainly didn't act like it. Um, Right? Am I right? I'm right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But uh, I I concur. You know, I don't have much more to say about Steve Kerr. I I think he's a big hypocrite, and I hate that. It hurts me to say it. Like I never thought the day would come when I liked Greg freaking Popovich more than I like Steve Kerr. 
Yeah, I don't, don't get me wrong. If they ran for president and vice president, I'd vote for him still. I don't, I'm not like, hey, I don't hate Steve Kerr. I'm disappointed in him. That's what it is. So, see, that this is more of, okay, back to more of the learning thing right now, right? Steve, you're, you, you're older than me, but you're still young enough to improve. You can do it, buddy. I believe in you. You know, I'm indifferent towards Steve Kerr. I really don't give a shit about him. Um, Fair enough. On the other hand, I cannot stand Steph Curry. Like, I think he's the biggest douche in the league, and Clay Thompson's very close behind, very close second. Um, like, Steph Curry, his little antics and shit, like his fucking, you know, over there fist bumping the TNT broadcast. And let's not talk about the TNT broadcast. That was so embarrassing, dude. Candace, what is Candace Parker doing? Like, is she just a fangirl? Like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know. You were at the game. You didn't notice. She was basically fangirling the whole fucking game over the Warriors. And it was really irritating. I know people are going to call me a sexist or whatever. It has nothing to do with her being a chick. It really doesn't. Because Reggie Miller fangirling. I was going to say, Reggie Miller was doing the same thing. And Reggie Miller was saying dumb shit like, oh, like the Warriors don't care about this game. Obviously, the Suns care way more about this game than the Suns do or the, the Warriors do. And I'm just like, dude, how dumb are you, first of all? Like, second of all, like, this is the same guy that was talking about how Russell Westbrook is still like a great player and he can drop 17, 7, and 7 on any given night like a week ago. So his credibility kind of went out the window last week. And really has been out the window for a while now, but he was very much like, oh, like Steph this, Steph that, Draymond this, Draymond that clay, you know, that championship pedigree. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I don't, I think the main guy was Kevin Harlan, um, mm-hmm. which I usually don't mind. He has, he's pretty funny as a commentator, but man, anytime the Warriors did something well, holy shit, the decibel level on their voices, <laughs> like raised to a 10. And I'm just like, Jesus, dude. And it's just like you could tell, like when the sun started making their run, you could feel like the air coming out of coming like out of their balloon. They're getting all sad. Yeah, dude. And like I, I could have, I could have sworn I didn't hear Candace Parker for the rest of the fucking broadcast after that. It's just, well, it's, it's very frustrating, man. And like hating that team is even makes it even worse. Again, maybe it's recency bias because the Lakers have kind of sucked for so long. But yeah, man, the Warriors is just ugh. Can't stand him. I hear you. I hear you. Now, now, before we talk about Clay Thompson, I feel like we've been just teasing that the whole time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a little kudos to one player on the Warriors because I saw something last night that I thought was really cool, super weird and kind of awkward, but really cool. So James J- J- James Wiseman, right? He's sitting Ooh. on the bench at the very end of the bench, like basically like closest to the uh, the bait the Fans, right? Like the baseline kind of. And the game, it was right before, right as the second half was starting, I think. Gameplay was going. This kid walks up to him and like taps him on the shoulder and asks for a selfie. And he he was like, yeah, sure. And took a selfie with the kid during the middle of the game. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't look at that stuff enough, but I felt like that was kind of like a awkward, weird move. Like I, I as a parent, I wouldn't be like, my kid started walking away like in the game i'd be like where are you going and my kid was like i'm gonna go take a picture with that guy like probably not right now (laughs) but it was really great it seemed really gracious and really kind of him so i I, I appreciated that now let's talk about clay um what what happened to clay thompson last night like i feel like devin booker actually might have caused a mental break in the guy because devin was eating him alive right yeah and then and then at least this is how i saw it there right Devin's eating him alive, going at him, going at him, going at him. Clay gets one good defensive play. Dev, D, uh, D, I just call him call Devin Booker D, like I've ever done that before. That's weird. Anyway, it's late. So Book's going up for a three. Clay gets a piece of the ball, goes out of bounds, whatever. And Clay starts chirping at that point. That's what I'm seeing. And it, it just seemed kind of awkward because it's like, okay, cool. And and Book kind of, what I saw, let me keep saying it, was Book kind of look at him i thought he was just kind of like yeah you got that one right there and that was kind of it right and then clay just kept talking for like the next four possessions five possessions but i i still don't know who he was talking to 
because Book didn't seem to be acknowledging it much until that towards the end, right? When they both got teed up. But other than that, it just seemed like Clay talking to the air. And he was super uh, animated about it. It was just so bizarre. I've never seen a grown man, a grown woman act that way, let alone a professional athlete in the middle of a nationally televised basketball game. It was, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm seeing it differently than other people, but it was one of the most bizarre things I think I've ever seen on a basketball court. I mean, he could have just been talking to himself because he had two points thus far and he was getting cooked by Devin Booker. And like people kept like, oh, like against Devin Booker, against Clay Thompson, like they sent like, you know, those bullshit like stats where like when guarded by this player, like guys, Devin Booker was cooking Clay Thompson last night. Make, make no fucking mistake about it. And I'm sorry, Clay Thompson sucks. Yeah. He is not, he's, he's, cooked, he's not the same. Man. He's done. He's cooked. He's cooked. Like he wants to hold up the four fingers for the I four mean, rings. He, I mean, he's great. That's what I mean. You know? <laughs> yeah. Reverse psychology. <laughs> Like, dude, dude, you hold up that four, like they won in spite of you last season. Like make no mistake about that. You had, you got lucky that Andrew Wiggins turned other worldly. And where was he last night, by the way? Right. Um, in the, he had the hell of a playoff run last year, playoff run of his life. And you got saved by that. Otherwise you guys, and unless COVID said, I, yeah. (laughs) We're not. I said we're not going to live in the past, but you know, you guys you know, got lucky. The Suns decided to choke Dick in Game Seven and not make it to the Western Conference Finals because I feel like the Suns would have handled them. I really yeah. do. Last night, last night, I tweeted it. Last night, I'm like towards the end of the game, and and, and I thought maybe I shouldn't, but I, I felt it, so I felt like I had to put it out there. I said, really makes you wonder what would have happened last year had COVID not happened, right? But hey. I'm not going to live in the past either. It'll just at make, least not not anymore because we just did, but like no right. further. You know what? It'll Back make it that much future. sweeter when we win it this year. I love I love that I love that the podcast of optimism living up to its name that we gave it ourselves. It's not even optimism. Listen, realism. Um, that's actually this? a good point because we I think we said that like. Was it the was it the us finals on the, year? Yeah, we're like it's no longer the podcast of optimism. It's becoming more about realism. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't, but I was no. I, I thought we talked about it. It may, maybe it was with Flex, but basically, yeah, it was with Flex. He said that this it's it's he's he's starting to get it's starting to remind him of the Bucks, right? Because the yes. Bucks had those couple years of heartbreak, and it's like this team's never going to get over the hump. And let's be real, twenty twenty one, they were not the favorites. They weren't like they, they, the nets were right. They were the flavor of the month. They get by the nets. Um, you know, they beat the Hawks in the, you know, Eastern conference finals. Giannis gets hurt and they're like, Oh, you know, the Suns are going to win it because Giannis is hurt. And then just have this incredible run and Giannis is otherworldly. And then that you dude, know, the Suns that, break our hearts. Like that. I remember that injury too. And I was like, Oh dang, he can't, there's yeah, no oh, dude, His, his leg almost, yeah. I thought his leg snapped in half. Like, was, oh. That's unreal. Like, wow. I, I've, we don't even do What are we doing? Living in the past again. What do we stop it? But yeah. But they, just, just, just say that this, it, like it reminds you of those buzz bucks. Yeah, teams, no. Right? Yeah, it does. It finally got over the hump. And I, 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 I really I, hope, I think I might've said that on the Aussie sons podcast. Maybe you said that point. too. Maybe it was you. I don't know. I don't know if it was your flex, but I, you know what? I bet it's quite possible that more than one person said it. This is a good point. This is right. <laughs> you know, a lot of smart people. This is right. This is right. <laughs> a lot of educated people that went to school. Uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm really hoping that that's the case here. It's I'm I'm cautious. I'm going to be very cautious about it because I've said this before, and I'll say it again: the way this team is constructed, I do not believe they can win an NBA championship. The way they're currently constructed, I think they need to make a move or two. We'll see if they want to prove me wrong, dude. I will eat a whole fucking bucket of crow. I don't give a shit. Like if they win a championship, I will do that for all my fellow Suns fans just to see our, our team win a championship. But um, it's exciting, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, cause I was, 
I thought it was going to be rough, a rough takeoff for the season. And it's been, it's been a pleasant fucking surprise. And all these national media and all these outlets are kind of eating crow right now. Cause everybody's like, Oh, the Suns are going to take a huge step back. Zach Lowe's corny ass. You know how much I love Zach Lowe. Um, <laughs> can't stand that fucking guy. He's like, I can see the Suns. Oh, they're going to be a disaster. I can see them being the playing game, the playing game. And I'm like, and you know what? It, it's a long season. So I could, you know, it very well may be the case. You know, you don't never know what's going to happen, but he looks like a fucking idiot right now. And you know what? Shout out to Ryan Rosillo. Cause he was like the only guy that was like, guys, this team won 64 games last year. And they're just going to like fall off the face of the earth. Thank like, you. <laughs> and he's like, I, I refuse to believe that even if they like regress and they win 50, that's still a really good fucking team. Right. Um, and he kind of gloated and, about it on his podcast today. So shout out to him. And can we, let's, can we talk a little bit about everybody who was so worried about the Suns losing to Vail McGee during the off season? <laughs> Is that enough? I think we talked enough about it. <laughs> Is that enough? Because, wow. dude, like, how great was it? We'll go back to the, the Mavs game really quick, right? He starts and plays 14 minutes. And and I, I was going into that game with Phil, and I'm like, we don't, we're not going to miss Javel. Like, the guy yet played off the court in the playoffs. We the, Like, no. And then he proceeds to get played off the court against the Suns in the first game of the season. It was glorious. Glorious. Fantastic. Again, I mean, hey, hey, I was, loved, I love JaVale. I love JaVale, but I, I'm like, I don't I just don't miss him. Like, I love Jay. I will always love Jay. But whenever the Suns eventually trade him, I'm not going to miss him. No. I love him, but I won't miss him. No. You mean you're not going to miss him like you miss Kelly Oubre? I miss, you know, I mean, the guy starts calling Phoenix the Valley. Like, he starts that, and then they just trade him. Can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> heavy sarcasm heavy sarcasm just yeah in case anybody it was not he didn't he, yeah, he did not come up with that guys just please stop it and he's not yes, coming back he's not coming back um hey i want to play a game with you and I, I thought about this earlier when you said something i don't remember what you said okay jigsaw <laughs> fucking <it's- laughs> shame you to a radiator or something. <laughs> you might wake up being like how to get here hmm Great movies, uh, by the way. It's Halloween time, guys. Go watch the Saw movies. Fantastic. At least the first four. You know, I started watching on Netflix. Let's change the subject really quick, and I'll tell you this. Um, what's it called? The oh gosh, hold on. Oh my gosh, a the something curiosities. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. It's that sounds demented. It it it, it seems it as well. But anyway, back to my game. I don't know what to call. I'm going to call it. Who are, are they good or are they bad? So some teams have come out right and and are, are surprising. Whether it's on on the winning side or the losing side. So Daniel, I want to know if you think <laughs> these teams are actually good, and other ones if they are actually bad. I feel like I did a pretty good job there on the fly, didn't I? You sure okay. did. Portland, are they actually good? Four and one. They lost to the Bulls tonight. No, they're okay. Oh, okay. I, I'll agree with you. I think okay is probably about right. They'll be a playing team, maybe a six seed. Okay. Maybe. Utah, are they good? No. Yeah, okay, cool. No. It, it's, I'll give them a couple more games before Danny Ainge is like, fuck this. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, <laughs> I'll take a second round pick for him instead. How do you Lori feel about Jordan? Going out, Bro. Of line, right? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, can we like if if a if Danny Ainge starts starts wanting to, you know, oh they just traded for him though, so I don't yeah know. they can't but, I don't know. Hey, so okay, but 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 Jordan Clarkson, how do you feel about him? Uh, I feel like he's one of those guys that really like he's he he's he splits Suns the Suns universe, right? I feel like people either are like hell yeah or hell no. There's not a whole lot of, I mean, people want a shot creator. And so I get why he would be intriguing to, to a lot of people, dude, but Jordan Clarkson, like, I'm not, I'm not handcuffing the Suns by trading a, a protected first round pick. Cause again, if you trade an unprotected first round, a protected first round pick, you kind of can't trade any of the other picks unless you remove the protection. Right. Right. And if you're trading a first round pick for Jordan Clarkson, you're going to want protections on it. You're not going to just, give them a pick unprotected. 
Um, so if it, if second round picks do it, if it was Jay Crowder, like straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Give, but he's really streaky. Um, I think we even talked about this on the, on the Aussie pod was might've Jay Crowder two hours. Yeah. Talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Stamina and everything. Um, Jay, you know, if you trade him, it, it, the thing with Jay Crowder, he's really streaky, right? I feel like Jordan Clarkson is also very streaky, but he comes off the bench. So it's like a pressure yeah. cooker thing. So he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. like he's either going to have it or he's not going to, but with Jay Crowder, you get defense too. Like he can, he can come in and affect the game defensively and go Oh, for six from three. And like, he'll be okay. I don't think Jordan Clarkson has that same cachet. Um, again, if the sun's traded for him, awesome, dude, fucking a, like we got a bench scorer. We we've solved that problem, but I'm not, that's not who I'm hitching my wagon to. How much weight do you put into the fact that he's half Filipino? I mean, all, all, all my weight. Oh, I love it. On leg day? On leg day. <laughs> hey, I need to say something really quick, completely off topic. But if I don't and I forget it, I will never forgive myself. You just said stamina. The other day, this is a weird segue. My wife and I were having a conversation, right? <laughs> when, 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 when I was in law school, we were living in Tucson. There was this, she was working, I don't know, at some like, I don't know, some place, right? And there was this guy that worked there. We we're just dating at the time. We we're, you know, we we're obviously quite serious living together and stuff, but we were not married yet. Um, this dude was always hitting at her, hitting on her at work, right? And he was a rapper on the side. And the <laughs> other day, the other day, like literally last, like last weekend, my wife and I were talking about this, and we could not remember what his fucking rap name was. <gasps> DJ Stamina. And I like, I almost want to go wake her up right now to tell her this. Like, I'm so excited that I remembered this. Oh, That's you, oh, what, she, oh, you just remembered it. You didn't remember when you it with said her. stamina. It like hit me like just now. I remembered it. You might want to just like, text it to her right now. Like, she'll see it when she wakes up. I'm gonna do, oh my god, I'm gonna do that. What if I'm wrong? And she's like, in the morning, she's like, you're an idiot. That's not it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sad no it's it's definitely it oh my god it's so exciting i will text her because i'm going to ask you a question and then i'm going to text her while you're answering it and i won't listen when i'll say something i'll probably say the same thing you said what do you think about the idea of jock landale being mip this year um that's cute. let me rephrase that what are the what are the chances what do you think the odds are and don't like you know i'm not asking you to be a bookie just be like I'd be shocked, or I think he's got a shot. Which, you know, you you know what I'm doing. I'm gonna say one in a million. Really? So you're saying there's a chance? Look, dude, that we we've we've we know that most improved player is like a really screwed up award. award. I mean, John Morant won last last <laughs> year. That's a, good, that's a good point. So, like, I. Like going into the season, everybody's like, oh, like most improved players, Zion, right? Because he's actually playing this year. It's like, it's going to be one of those situations. So I, I'm, I'll i say this again. I mean, I, I'll say this. Okay, how about this? DeAndre Aiden has a 50 times, yeah, fair has point. 50 times better odds than being most improved player than Jock Lindell. What about six man of the year? Hmm. That's a different story. Would you what like if, to tell that story? <laughs> I think, I mean, there's no clear cut person right now. I mean, you could uh, certainly not four games into the season. Th- well, of course not. Uh, unlike MVP, I mean, apparently John Moran. Or maybe there is. Part. Maybe there is. And it's Jock Landale. Could hmm. be. Could be. Hmm. Uh, but six man, that's interesting. I wonder. I know you said don't hmm. go all bookie on me, but I wonder if there's odds on that. Well, let's find out because. We, we we got some making up to do, Daniel. We sure do. We took some L's <laughs> today, didn't we? Man. Dude, we, we, we did good for like two days in a row, and then we we're like, fuck this. Do we run the shit? And now we've taken L's two days in a row. Is it because we got too cocky? Did we get too cocky? We did, and we've we've taken L's by really close margins, which is which sucks. Painful. Right? 
We're almost awesome, but not quite. Daniel, in case anybody's wondering out there, Daniel and I have decided to family bet everything that we bet. <laughs> and we literally, like, I get text messages him, text messages from him throughout the day that are shared bets through FanDuel where he's like, see my bet and you just click on it and it just opens the app and throws it in for you. It's fantastic. It's like, yeah. I get to mindlessly bet while I'm working throughout the day and vice versa. Cause I sent something that I, 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 I try not to, because I'm, I feel like I've been not so successful as of late. It's been painful, which you know what that means. Oh, oh somebody's fucking new. We're getting a two quarterback sneak touchdown game coming up soon. Dan, remember that well, one? <laughs> I remember that one. Fucking Tom Brady. Tom Brady Bastard. and and Matthew Stafford. At the oh. goal line, dude. Oh. What was that? Dude, 12 I, grand. Yeah, it was 12 grand and you bet like $10. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Um, dude, that's hilarious. But yeah, man, like I just yeah, it's been uh we, we got really cocky after the first two days because like and like they were like really good plays too. They were like plays that like were yeah. Like it was like that Nick, whatever the fuck his name to get a double, double. It was Nick, like nine. It was like nine to one. <laughs> what? what? I, who, Nick Richards. Nick Richards. Right? That's who yeah. it was. Uh, Charlotte. Um, and then the next one was what? Uh, sticks. Fucking sticks to get a double. double <laughs> dude. And that was like plus 800. And like, we're like, fuck yeah, dude, we're good at this. Let's fucking quit our jobs and become professional gamblers. Um, that didn't happen, but you know. Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon, dude. Coming, Coming soon. soon. Fucking so, Oh, wait. I was looking. Oh, man. Fuck it. Whatever. Jock Landell. Uh, I, I feel like I can't look it up and talk at the same time. I don't have that type of dexterity anymore. Mental dexterity. Anyway, Daniel, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, what have, have we... Is there anything that we have missed that's been in the Suns universe in the past? I don't know. Well, let's just go back like a few days. I'm not going to go too far. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, uh, uh, Clay being a bitch, throwing out the Warriors. Check that off. Check that off. Um, oh, I, I want to ask you about this. Did you see the report that apparently Barack Obama is looking to head a group to buy the Suns? Yeah, I did see that. And any thoughts? Um, sign me, sign me up. Because let me say this: if there is a way for the Suns to ever get a fair shake from referees, it's got to be with Barack Obama being the face of the franchise, like the face of the front office, right? I mean, right? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I'll take him as like a you know as a public figure, you know. Well, and, and, and I mean, that's got to be what. It, that's got to be what, like, I mean, because it would be a group. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Barack's made a ton of money from books and what have you. Um, but Not five billion dollars, <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. If if he has, then I'm going to write a book because even if yeah. my city, it should make some nice money, right? Yeah, at least like a mill, a milli, you know. So um, looking, no, man. I, I, look, I am looking on DraftKings. I do not see him listed on here as I'm scrolling through, but they have quite a few people on here. Um, yeah, he's he's actually, not on a Fanduel either, by the way. If you're wondering, Dam- oh, I meant I meant Fanduel. Sorry. If you're wondering, Damian Lee is plus four hundred thousand, four hundred ninety to one. Yeah, I was just going to tell you that. So if you bet one dollar and he wins, it's four hundred ninety dollars. If you bet ten dollars, it's forty nine thousand dollars. Oh, forty nine hundred dollars. I'm sorry. You bet a hundred is forty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> you can tell one of us went to school here. As I'm, as I'm looking at, as a, well, it, I'm also on the app and I plugged it in just to double check. <laughs> not gonna lie, not gonna lie. Better safe than sorry. Look, I always research. I always research. So okay, what did you ask me? If you were gonna ask me or oh yes, you did right. You know what I did like? You? I like I like Ben Matherin at thirty six to one. I saw that too on there. Did you see that? Dude, he's been looking good. He's Dude, been looking really good. He just said he won us some money like that first night. He certainly did. Hey, so really quick though, too. Um, now I lost it. Anything else, Daniel? Or should we wrap up this episode of Fanning the Flames that I'm I'm assuming has been very scatterbrained? Um, this is what happens. We've said this before. This is what happens when it's just us. This is what happens. Paul. This is what happens when it's just us. And uh, yeah, you, you got to blame Paul for it. 
Um, although I don't, you know, you, we, you, we never know. Maybe he's, um, I'll go, he's, I'll go with he's sleeping. So no, yeah. nothing else. Are we good? We nothing else. I'm, I, I thought I was, I thought I was going to find Jock Lindell for most improved player, but apparently there. Oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's no Deandre, 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 no, uh, 85 to one odds for MIP right? for most improved. 85 to one. Um, damn, I might, I might put some money on that actually. Jalen Smith, 80 to one. Hey, so really quickly, upcoming games. You want to talk about those really quick? Yes, let's, let's do that. Okay. Friday, Pelicans at home. Six game home stand right now, right? We're on. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that's going to be a loss. Yeah. Gross. What about the Rockets? Oh, that's going to be a win, a blowout. Nobody plays then, in the fourth in the fourth quarter. And then we'll go oh, the next week too. Timberwolves. That's a win. The Timberwolves look fucking awful. They do. Cats calling Anthony Edwards fat. Gobert. Anthony Edwards is telling saying Gobert sucks, and he has no space when he's on the floor. It's it, awesome. Speaking of speaking of uh, happy teams, did you see? Did you hear Kyrie yell at Ben Simmons during the game tonight? <laughs> Shoot the ball, Ben! Oh my God, that was glorious! That was awesome. Everybody, what's everyone in the NBA? They're all melting. Oh, we didn't even talk about Steve Nash's ejection, dude. Oh, I didn't see that. Fantastic. By the way, Devin Booker is still forty-two to one for MVP. That line has not moved, which is astounding to me. Let's that go. means nobody's betting it. Sign me up. All right, we're going to end this episode of Fan of the Flame so we can go put some money on Devin Booker for MVP. He will never get that, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely won't. Nope. Daniel, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, At Dan Duarte 1, Coast to Coast Pod 1. Catch us on the Coast to Coast Podcast on all major major platforms and also on uh, KSRN Casual Sports Radio Network. which is a big Nets. fan of my favorite podcaster out there, apparently. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, and uh, and have Flex from Jersey. Um, go follow him. Buddy Flex. Um, dude knows ball, man. Um, he's pointed some stuff out to me that I never would have thought of. So uh, I, really think I'm I think I'm going to meet up with Flex when I'm out there, too, in New York. Oh, you should, man. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah, he'll, no, he'll I, take I, care I text him. I'll let him know I'm coming out. So. Hopefully we'll catch up. I don't get lost. I, I I truly believe it's going to. I like. I'm going to live an adult version of Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. That's what's going to happen. No, but because I'm going to. But I, don't do that. That's scary. Wait, weren't we signing off? We're done. I'll tell. I'll, I'll explain next episode how I'm going to get lost in New York and why I think that's going to happen. Yeah, you got a couple months. What is that? I like. I'm not going to improve my ability to not be lost in New York in that time frame. I don't believe. But anyway. Another story for another day. You can find Paul on Twitter at Dervish of World. Why did I say on Twitter at Dervish of World? That sounded weird. You can find also, me. I'm you can also Nova. find him on his couch asleep. Couch asleep. He's also on TikTok quite frequently. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter. My social says Jay. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. We always appreciate you guys listening. This is going to be a fantastic year. Like, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, Daniel, and I think I like it. And until next time, depending on... Pinch it off, dude. Pinch it off. Have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Don't want to bust too quick, dude. Oh, Jesus.
Oh